Welcome to Nerdy Thursday. And Sean had one fucking job, which is to take a nice picture of me for my Tinder profile, and he fucking failed. The world was big and cruel, and cold and gray and sad. But Nerdy Thursday came up and made everybody glad. Because after that they had a whole lot more stuff to do with their minds. And they left the gray old square world behind. Nerdy Thursday, you're the man I hope Welcome everybody to Nerdy friend. Thursday. We're your two hosts, Sean and Mitch, and we're just a couple of guys who like beers, games, and nerd culture in general. We just got back from a pretty long trip, so we're going to let you... Yeah, it's been real nice not seeing your fucking face. I know, right? A couple of days, <laughs> I you gave me some shit about a show that I went to last night, and then you're like, well, I mean, we did spend a million years together. But guys... As we gather our thoughts and get ready for this amazing show and recountment, why don't you take a listen to a little something that we uh, recorded on the road? See you in a few minutes. Welcome, everybody, to Nerdy Thursday Road Trip. We're you two hosts, Sean and Mitch, and we're just a couple of guys who like beer, games, and nerd culture in general. My name is Sean, and my favorite Nintendo RPG is The Legend of Zelda. With me, as always, is Mitch. What's going on, man? Oh, uh, dude, our trip started out so exciting. We got to watch a little girl kick on a headlight <laughs> was... so her mom wouldn't get pulled over. <laughs> that, that was before amazing. we even left Pittsfield. That was like 35 feet from your house. What was the other little girl? Oh, she was trying to hook. <laughs> what'd, you... <laughs> what'd you say? Was... Oh, hey, baby cakes, what up? Or what are you doing, baby cakes? What are you doing? <laughs> she, was... she couldn't have been any more than 10 years old. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? And I was like, that was at the grocery store next to my house. Yeah. You guys may have heard an unfamiliar laughter somewhere in there. I did. But then again, I'm here. With us today is our number one fan, Stephen Michael. What's going on, man? What's going on, guys? Stephen Michael from Facebook, number one undisputed fan of Nerdy Thursday. What's up, Ryan? What's up, Ryan? (laughs) What's up, bro? How you doing? (laughs) Yeah. I just wanted to do that for like five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? What was that episode that we had before? Superman is awesome. Oh, Superman yeah. is awesome. Yeah. We're just gonna like we're gonna take this and we're just gonna we're gonna stretch it out. We're gonna do higher pitches, lower, you know. Be make, perfect. Make it a little bit deeper. Yeah, so it's about three thirty in the morning here in Ohio. We're on the first leg of our trip to go down to Kentucky. And uh, Stephen Michael was gracious enough to invite us on over, show us his super sweet video game collection, which is, <laughs> like, honestly the biggest collection I've ever personally seen in my life, which, dude, this is ridiculous. Cool, man. I'm glad to have you guys. A lot of fun. I've got to ask you, and I purposely held off on this, how long have you been collecting for? Uh, technically, I guess it would be since I was a little kid. A lot of the stuff that I have is original. Like, a lot of the original Nintendo, Super Nintendo, even if it's got label wear, if I had it as a kid, never replaced it. That's sweet. So, pretty much as a kid. Uh, and then just kind of started getting real serious, quote-unquote serious about it, in the early 2000s. And uh, kind of stopped in 2010. Came back in twenty end of 2014, early 2015. In the five-year span I was gone, couldn't believe the increase in prices. Right? Like, some of the stuff that I got... You know, for five, ten bucks is now worth like over a hundred bucks. It just makes no sense, dude. And looking at some of like you have some insane stuff that are complete in box. 
you have a tournament fighters a yep. ninja turtles tournament fighters and what did you show me a mega man x2 yep x2 like playing box and those are just like the two that i know are yep. like whoo way up there you know and that's two out of like 25 that i see up on that shelf yeah and i've got to ask you as a shout out to the two dudes did any of these come from neighbor kid uh None of these came from Neighborhood. <laughs> these were all either uh, childhood games or games getting picked up. I'm not really a big fan of eBay getting games too often, unless I really have to, because thankfully in the Cleveland, Ohio area, we have tons of retro stores around here. That's awesome. Like, tons of them. So if you, 45 minutes from where I'm living, you can get to probably eight different retro stores. Nice. That, and so, I mean... It's awesome just on a weekend. Just head out, kind of do like a little mini road trip. Head around, hit the different stores with a pocket full of cash, come home with a bunch of stuff. Oh, that is so awesome. Makes for a, a great weekend. I'm for 45 minutes with us, I think they're just one that's super overpriced. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's... Well, we have a couple, but they're all of the same chain. So uh, there's like there's no competition. They have a stranglehold on the market. Yeah. And like every time you go in there... It's like the $200 games that are in the right price range. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the games that are only $10 that they're selling for like 25 You're like, guys, really? Yeah. You realize eBay is your biggest competition right now? Oh, absolutely. And I can easily log into my, on my phone and buy that game right now. Yeah. Like, you're not fooling anybody. What game are you most proud of on your collection? Uh, most proud of? Probably have to be the Tournament Fighters. I'm a huge Turtles nerd. Yeah. Um, and so I made sure that I had every Turtles game complete in box. My favorite Turtles game is uh, the second one, the arcade game. Yeah. I, which I have two complete in box copies of it, just because in case something happens to the first one, I want to make sure that I have a backup. <laughs> you know, because in my twisted mind, that's a reality that could actually happen. Uh, but Mitch, the, that's the one to grab. Yeah. <laughs> you won't even notice. Yeah. <laughs> But the, the Tournament Fighters is really horrible on the NES. <laughs> it, like, it's really bad. I also have it for the uh, the Genesis and the Super Nintendo. And I've, those are much better versions of it. And they're not even that good, even yeah. on those systems. But on Nintendo, it's atrocious. They're really shitty, like, reskins of Street Fighter. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I can't even imagine how it plays on the NES. It's, I had only uh, ever played on the Super Nintendo. And, like... I was super young when I played that over at one of my neighbor's houses. I was like, oh, this game's awesome. I tried playing it a couple months ago, yeah. like, with him. It's so bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's so bad. Dude, and right behind me, is that the the arcade game game? Yeah, that's the actual stand-up arcade game. Holy for smokes. Is that, that, that Turtles 2 was based off of. That's the port of this. Yes. Wow. Yep. Dude, I feel like I'm in a That's museum awesome. right now. <laughs> like, you have you have Amiibo. I don't think those are Amiibos. But you have, like, the little toys from the world of Nintendo that I even I haven't even seen half of those. Yeah, I but I only collect the retro-looking ones. Like, yeah. I don't have any of the, the smooth ones or whatever. Yeah. I just have all the retro-looking ones. That's I'm just big cool. into the retro-collecting. Yeah. Dude, that is super awesome. Well, I don't want to keep you up too late, but I do have a surprise. Okay. I have a voicemail here. <clears throat> All right. That I would that I would love to play in front of you and get your point of view on. Sounds good. <laughs> so if you all will bear with me for one second. 
I'm going to end up cutting this part out anyways. <laughs> All right. So I've got this all ready and pulled up, and uh, let's give her a listen. Oh, God, guys. I found a phone. I know you're on your way to his tap on thing this weekend. You have to stop the Stephen Michaels. You have to stop. You have to let me out of the basement. He's gone full <laughs> Liam Neeson. I've been taken. Oh, God, here he comes. <laughs> You know what the worst part about that is? <laughs> as soon as we showed up, he showed us a little area that he keeps storage. He said we couldn't go in there. Like, I'm going to have to check when he goes to bed. It's off limits, man. It's off limits. It's dangerous. He That's will know. <laughs> Guaranteed there's a camera in there. That's how we found out Brian out of the camera. Guys, <laughs> if there's not an episode out next week. You won't hear this anyway. You won't hear this anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Send somebody. Oh, do you have a reaction to that? Uh, the the thing that kind of just boggles my mind is how he got that out because I broke the phone. <laughs> so how it must have backed up to his cloud or something? I don't even know. But the phone should be broken. Well, the, where there's a will, there's a way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, clearly the guy wants to get out, but I just I don't see that happening. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, number two fan. I know you can't hear this. <laughs> He's in a better place now. <laughs> oh, my God. It throws the phone away or else it gets the hose again. <laughs> God, I hope Stephen Michael lets Brian out of his basement soon because we have a lot of big family plans on Easter. So that'd be really nice. Ooh, man, that's going to be a long trip back from Ohio, even if he is able to get out of there, because I have a feeling that he's going to be walking the whole way. Like, mm, I imagine yeah. him, like, going through the woods. He's got scraps of clothing on. It's like, it's still snowing. I'm not even sure if he escapes, if he's going to make it back alive. That's a good point. And I'm definitely not going out there to pick him up. I'm <laughs> sick of the fucking car. <laughs> I'm sick of the car with you. That's true. I just went to see uh, Wicked last night at Proctor's, which is about, it's about like an hour 10, hour 15 um, away from us. And about half an hour into that ride, I was like, fuck, man, I really don't want to be in the car right now. I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. And, dude, you've got to drive like 40 minutes each way to work and school and blah, blah, blah. More power to you, man. I yeah, do not I'm, have I'm a that car guy. I do not have that in me. There are not enough podcasts in the world to get me through those drives. Being in the car without you is way easier, though. So there's that. <laughs> I want to believe that you don't mean what you say. Oh, I usually do. <laughs> Especially when I say this. Okay. That that was probably the best fucking trip I've ever taken. Are we talking about in a car. ever or in your adult life? Like pretty much ever. Can I actually follow what you just set up with something else? Yes. I'll uh, allow it. Okay. Now, if y'all are new listeners, um, this is going to be kind of a show that's out of the normal from what we do. Uh, although I don't exactly know what our normal is right now. But this is definitely out of the normal. But if you listen to our last episode, which was Dumb and Dumber, we kind of started that off with, you know, a recountment of our childhood and our friendship and, you know, where we're coming from. And it was kind of, it was touching and sentimental, but dude, I never want to fucking be in a car with you for 40 fucking hours ever again. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> that's about right for the time. <laughs> and let's just be thankful for when we start talking and we get into all the stuff that we did, that somebody had a van and didn't make us drive more while we were there. Like, by the end of this, I anticipate us being like, hey, let's go take another trip and just completely forgetting the nightmare that was us riding together. No, I will never forget that. <laughs> and I swear to God, if you ever eat White Castle in my presence again, I'll fucking murder you. <laughs> so but we're jumping way, way ahead. Sean's not allowed to eat White Castle ever again. Period. Like, it doesn't matter if it's coming from the Big Y or Price Shopper or Kroger's or whatever the fuck you have. Uh, fries. Whatever the fuck you have. I am not having White Castle ever again. All right, this is going to take us a long time, so I'm, t- I'm going to cut you off and jump right into it. All right, go right ahead. We had a pretty decent nap at Stephen Michael's right after we recorded that, which I think was a savior. We caught about, what, an hour, hour and a half of a yep. nap there, which was exactly what we needed, because I know by the time we got to Stephen Michael's at about 2 in the morning, uh, I was sick and tired of driving through a fucking blizzard, and I was... Running at about ten percent. Yeah, way. If I was a, if I was an iPhone battery, I was in the red. Yeah, <laughs> good call. That's actually There's no bueno. That's a great analogy. I've had I've had a, I had a couple warning messages already pop up. Plus, <laughs> I was asleep. So, mm. so once we got out of there, that was uh, you know that was one way trip right to uh, right to Kentucky, man. And this is where it got like nerve wracking. Yeah, what was nerve wracking for you? Um. The fact that we were pulling up to meet 15 internet strangers. Yeah. Just about, I think. Yeah, I think it was probably somewhere in that ballpark. So, like, we get close, and we pull into the parking lot, and we're, like, getting into the group text. Mm-hmm. Trying to see if anybody's there, who's there, what's go- already happening. Oh, Phil got there, like, three hours before everybody. Oh, yeah, but he was the only one there still when we sent the message. And he said, oh, I'm here, so we knew it was him, and, yeah. like, we didn't know when anybody else would show up. We started messaging him or like basically just to him from the message to be like hey we know you're there and it was like that it was crickets (laughs) i left the silence there for a reason i got a little confused i i checked my skype i was like uh where'd mitch go and i looked at you and i was like man he's already drunk and passed out (laughs) after that long trip you sir were not wrong but no four minutes later as we were getting our bags together and (laughs) hey man we're here we'll room you in all right, we'd love to meet you. Come around the corner. Here comes, yeah, <laughs> a Mario-looking motherfucker. <laughs> Dude, feels taller than I expected. He's more Mario-looking than I expected. <laughs> Bopping down the hall, just spilling rum all over the floor. Ten forty-five, eleven thirty in the morning. Yeah, somewhere between there. And I was like, "This is the weekend we signed up for." Yes, I'm in heaven. <laughs> So sure enough, we end up meeting up with him. He showed us around the hotel, which was kind of weird. I've never been showed around a hotel. Uh, I kind of needed to because that place was ridiculous. We end up getting to our room, and sure enough, like 10 minutes later, who shows up? Micah Perdue and uh, Dave from Tadpog. I think I think out of this entire thing, that was the most nerve-wracking thing for me. I don't know. What if the dude wasn't the wasn't the way I pictured him? You know. True. Uh, spoiler alert: uh, He was exactly the way I, I pictured him. <laughs> it was way better. <laughs> so worth it. <laughs> hey, 
like I want to say things, but I don't want to give stuff away because we have our list of things we're gonna bop out. Yes, but like, just makes you want to jump to be in Pick Brothers. <laughs> oh, that's so touching. That is so touching. <laughs> Alright, so guys, we actually, I actually, I took kind of my version of show notes throughout the entire trip, you know, uh, nice little events that ended up happening, and, you know, we wanted to share a couple of these stories with you guys. We might, might not cover them all, but hopefully you'll have a good idea of the crazy shit that we did while in Kentucky. And Yeah, uh, if we don't get to all of them, just check the buttons on the latest banner of the episode. Thank you, Brian. The picture. I don't know how you're doing that in Stephen Michael's basement, but fucking A, dude. Keep it up, man. Keep it up. Keep on rocking on. Because he put a lot of the details, because he got the whole list of show notes, and that's a shit ton of buttons. Yes. If you look closely, there are two buttons that are the exact same thing. And that right there, it's a barn. Do you guys know what that is indicative of? No, of course not, not because we're not there yet. But the first thing that we noticed when we got into Kentucky, right when we were across the street from the hotel, Mitch, what was it? A gun shop. And on the other side, what was, it was the liquor thing? barn. <laughs> <laughs> the liquor and I barn? Looked, I looked both ways across the street and went, we're in Kentucky. <laughs> I love being back in the South. It was amazing. I'm pretty sure both of them were 24 hours. If if not the liquor store, the gun shop certainly was. Oh, of course. <laughs> Which I thought was hilarious as a person who has spent uh, probably the least amount of time in the South out of every person that I know. Dude, the liquor barn, if you haven't put it together, is the thing that is listed twice. Yeah, but for good reason. For good reason, absolutely. This place, guys, okay... I imagine y'all have uh, Walmarts in your area. Everybody does. Um, unless you live in, like... do some. Does Somalia have Walmarts, you think? No. Okay. To our shout-out to anybody listening in Somalia. Yeah, all our pirate friends. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a Kmart. They've got to have a Kmart over there. Uh, <laughs> Walmart's just not made it yet. Picture your Walmart, right? And I'm not talking a super Walmart. I'm talking like a your your regular size Walmart. Now fill that with liquor and beer, and that is the liquor barn. And snacks. And snacks. Yeah, and Red Bull and mixers and stuff like that. This was pure bliss in heaven, if I may say so. Yeah. Well, we spent like 35 minutes in there both times. Yeah. Uh, getting lost. Uh, there was a point where I remember looking around for you. I went up and down the aisles, couldn't find you. And from about four aisles out, I heard Marco, Polo. And I thought that was fantastic. Well, we found each other, didn't we? Because I know that you're the only person that I know that would actually use Marco Polo to find me. Oh, then you are not living. That's been a staple for years for me. Also, yes. The drink I have in front of me is the last of my Kentucky vodka. Oh my goodness. You're still rocking that? Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, man. So we ended up, uh, we met up with those guys. We went back to the hotel to take a shower real quick. This Yeah, is back- hold on a second. We were in the hotel. Yeah. We were don't, in the hotel. This is don't before jump the around like bar. this. This is going to drive me crazy. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just saying, you're probably all, you were probably already drunk by then, so you don't remember <laughs> when was what. <laughs> I swear the show notes are in order. They are. I don't know why you're not looking at them. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. This is more fun this way for me. 
Anyways. I guess. So we met up with Dave, and we met up with Micah. And at this point, we really just needed to take showers because we were disgusting. We had been in the car for, what, 13, 14 hours by this yeah. point, And I had plus, been up Plus since, our stop. Yeah. And I had been up since yes the the previous morning, as had you. And, except for, like, that one-hour nap that we had at Stephen Michael's. Thank you, Stephen Michael. All praise. Um, so we took some showers. And I know that in the middle of your shower, since somehow you got dibs first... Well, the thing was... All the guys showed up in the room. You gotta remember when... This was the first time Phil and Dave had met in person, too. Oh, yeah. But they had been talking for a long time. Yeah. So there was just like, holy smokes, finally happening, big hug. This was like one of those huge like revelation, everybody's finally getting to meet each other. You know, we hadn't had much contact with these guys, you know, being fans and stuff like that. But these guys had been playing D&D and Pathfinder and, you know, whatever online for years. Yeah, so they did a big old hug and we got like handshakes. Yeah. And I was like... Well, no. That then was that, and I was like, they were like, "All right, well, what's gonna go? Ha- what's gonna go on now? We're kind of hungry," and we were like, "We need to fucking shower." Yeah. So, like you said, I called dibs and I jumped in the shower first. Mm-hmm. And I took my shower, and I get out of the bathroom wearing just my towel because I forgot my clothes on the bed, and I turn the corner and there's you. And the three of them again. <laughs> and I just go, oh, okay. <laughs> We're doing this. <laughs> and I was like, well, you know, I would have given you a hug outside, too, but I just smelled like dirty taint, so I figured <laughs> I'd shower first. <laughs> and of course, nobody knowing us very well, pretty sure it was Dave who said, well, you just give me a hug now. And there I am, standing in my towel, still wet from my shower. Yeah, and I was uh, like, I'm not afraid of moist towel hugs. <laughs> you brought it right in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you followed that up almost immediately after that, because I think those guys went back to their room like right after that towel hug. Um, yeah, who wouldn't? I'm not sure if that was coincidence or not. <laughs> uh, nope, they went, oh, you, fucking God. You turned right to me and goes, Dave's going to learn real quick that you can't say shit like that around me, because I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that so hard. It worked. (laughs) Yeah, so after that, we met up with those guys. People started trickling in. We had Nicole. We had Josh. Those guys kind of rolled in after that. I think they were the next ones. But by that point, we were already at the DQ, grab a bite to eat, got some burgers, stuff like that. Yeah, it was our first and uneventful trip to Dairy Queen. Yeah, yeah. It's actually weird. Now that we're talking about food... Uh, we got nothing that you would consider to be, like, co- southern Kentucky, like, southern food. I didn't get my Kentucky fries, and I'm kind of upset. What is Kentucky fries? Hashtag Tangent cr- Talk. What is that? If I remember correctly, it is lamb balls fried. Uh, l- Hold on. Are we talking <laughs> about, like... <laughs> hold on. Like a lamb. It's balls. They're testicles? Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't figure out if you meant, like, meatballs, but made out of lamb. No. Uh, no, you're... T- <laughs> fried testes. <laughs> Why are they called fries? I don't know. <laughs> I, found not- it on like a, I found it on, like, a BuzzFeed list or something. That is not fries. If and we I shared across- it with everybody, and I was like, yeah, gonna have to eat some of these that weekend. 
I, I gotta ask you, if we found some, would you have eaten them? Fuck yeah, I would've. Ugh, that's weird. Have you I'd even eat Rocky Mountain Oysters? Same thing. Yeah, those are bull balls. <laughs> no, leave those sneezes in. Not happening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, like, day one was probably the most eventful day that we had in terms of the trip. Because we started off at the Dairy Queen. We went to the liquor bar. We I loaded say, I don't up know on if it was the most eventful, but it had the most activities packed in, like planned activities. So it's it's the most eventful day that we remember. No. Is that fair? It was the most planned eventful day. Okay. Well, it's the most eventful day that I remember. <laughs> which That's is, fair. Which is probably why I'm saying it the way that I'm saying it. So we went from Dairy Queen, we went to the liquor barn, we loaded up on some booze, some liquor, and it seems like everyone was doing that because... They had some Malibu. There was a lot of beer. Uh, we, ha- I got a big old bottle of gin. You got a big old bottle of vodka. And the festivities started super early. Uh, by super early, I mean as soon as we got back to the room. Yeah, but we only had, you know, some, not, the drinks weren't very strong on our end, I don't think. Oh, my Because mind. we had driven so much and we're just like, ugh, just not feeling it right now. But then we went to the expo. Oh, you're talking about right off the bat? Yeah, mine was kind of weak sauce. <laughs> yeah. But then we went to the expo and, like, we paid to get in. Yep. And, dude, if we can harp on this for just a little bit. Okay. That room was so sexy. I think I did, like, six laps before I even touched a machine. I, Dude, okay, so I walked around maybe half a lap before I found the couch that Dave and Phil were sitting at playing uh, a Nintendo Entertainment System, a NES, if you will. And they were playing some Super Mario 3. I sat down to another CRT TV and started playing Super Mario 1, which was quite embarrassing as I haven't played that game in a long time. I didn't die to the first Goomba, though, which uh, I was very, (laughs) very happy about. But, dude, you walked around this place six times. What was your favorite shit? Um... Those Jersey Jack pinball machines are fucking sweet. Yeah, the, are, the new ones. Are you a? Are you talking about the ones that had like dialed in and stuff like that? Yeah, dialed in the Hobbit, Wizard of Oz. Yeah, so we'll get back to those in a little bit. But are you more of an? Are you more of a pinball kind of guy? Yeah. Than anything else that was there. I definitely prefer those over the cabinets. Okay. Now. And I didn't. I think I don't even think I touched a console except for the one. The one time I fought. In that game uh, that you were going gaga for. <laughs> slap heavy, slap happy rhythm busters? Yeah. That game is the shit. When did you play I, that? Did I play you? I have no idea. <laughs> I played either you or Dave. <laughs> nice. I feel like if I played you, I'd remember it. So you That probably... was on day two, though, so. Oh, uh, okay. A lot of question marks after the things we're going to say. <laughs> they might so, not be remembered correctly. So we did a couple of uh, laps around the expo, right? The whole time we were, you know, still having some drinks, um, hung out with those guys, and, at, you know, I played a couple of uh, stand-up cabinets. What did you, did you play anything? We played, me and you played Karate Champ, but I don't remember if that was one or two. Uh, that was day one. Uh, I beat you one, what, it, what was it, one round, and you kicked the shit out of me for like five matches. Yep. Yeah, I do I not. That game. No, I do not know how you remember all of the controls for that game. That is more impressive than your win streak. 
Thank you. You're oh welcome. Oh my god. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Take that for what? Oh sweet. <laughs> yeah. Take that for what you will, but that was fucking impressive, man. So we did those. I played Millip- I played Centipede. I think that's really the only game besides Karate Champ that I played. Why would you play that? Because when it's, it's in your parents' basement. Because it's the game that I know. <laughs> that is so weak. <laughs> so I, weak. I wanted the high score, man. You I didn't almost, get it. I didn't, but I got uh, third place. I was only like, I was only like five thousand away. I spent a lot of time. I I wasted a lot of time on that for sure. Um, it happens. But after that, like more more people kept uh, you know filing in. I know we had the experience grind podcast. Uh, check them out, guys. They are super cool. Those guys rolled in. Really awesome. Really awesome guys. And I know Pinball Archmage Chris Edler ended up uh, showing up that evening as well. And I think the rest of that evening was just all, us all hanging out, chatting, get to know each other, having some drinks, um, burning off that awkwardness that somehow was never really there. Well, there, the, I think that's why the activities were all piled in at day one. Yeah. So there wasn't room or time for nervousness. It was just 13, 14 people that... If you were someone looking from out, from the outside, it probably looked like we knew each other forever, <laughs> which was really cool. And I really appreciated that out of everybody. And I think, you know, there's a lot to say about how close all of our personalities were. True, true. For sure. Which goes to our next point in how we all got out of the escape room. Both groups. Now, I do have to say something. Did you listen to Tadpog this week? Duh. Yeah, so did I. Now, Dave, um, I don't know how he's so flexible to have been able to suck his own dick for this, uh, but he he claimed that they got out of the escape room and... All the love in the world, though. Yeah, all the love in the world, with all due respect, <laughs> which means... Doesn't I mean you get to say whatever you want. <laughs> Yes, it does. I said with all due respect. (laughs) (laughs) He seemed to be super proud that they beat us out of their room. Listeners, if you listen to Tadpog, and if you don't, make it part of your weekly rotation. Like, do it now. Pause this show, type it into your podcast, and hit follow. Hit subscribe. Whatever your podcast says, make sure you get on that. Dave... (laughs) Then listen to Oops All Stories and realize that everything he says about the escape room is bullshit. Complete bullshit. <laughs> this guy over here, tooting his horn, that they made it out before us. You know what, guys? You know what the people who ran this thing said? You guys got a lot of hints. Our guy was also impressed that we spent the first 35 minutes in the dark because we were too stupid to try the light switch. <laughs> <laughs> so... The fact that we spent <laughs> the, <laughs> the fact that we spent thirty minutes in the dark and still only finished seven minutes after you guys, while we only asked for one hint. Mm, who really finished first, guys? Who really finished first? Um, if you're looking just at a clock, yeah, you guys won. But if you're looking in in terms of integrity, that was us. Those us guys. Them are fighting words. <laughs> Mitch, what did you think of the escape room? Go. Uh, some maze balls, and I plan on doing at least one once a month. Have you done an escape room before? 
uh, only the crappy ones on the computer, which are stupid, frustrating, and I quit them every time. <laughs> Those ones on the computer have you, like, do not prepare you at all for what you can get into in real life. No, this, this shit was crazy. Yeah. Like, I think it was you who, did you put the code in and watch the bar fall? Like, the little jail cell window? Mm, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. And it had the first finger in it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, having that bar drop and then having to find the code off of all the bars and stuff. Yeah. Was insane. And that was fucking awesome. And like, there's so I, much stuff to piece together. I'm pretty sure that was a part that we did in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> With only a desk lamp, because we're fucking idiots. Now... We're sitting here describing, like, little bits and pieces of this. Can you give our listeners uh, a little description of what the escape room was? Sure. Um, We were kidnapped and placed in a basement with, and handcuffed to a bed. And you had to get off the bed, and then you had to, you know, be able to get out the door. Yeah. But you had to find keys, do different combination locks. Uh, There was, like, six different types of locks. There was a riddle, puddle, like puzzles. Um, and the riddle. A periodic table. I learned Morse code. Oh, my God. Uh, I think one of the coolest parts was the fact that we found, what, like eight different fingers in jars, and we had to weigh them. Like, we had to color code them and weigh them. And, like, there was little things even in there that are designed to throw you off. And, uh, dude, every step of the way, I, th- I thought that that was one of the most ingenious things that I've ever been a part of. Yeah, it was awesome. What was your favorite part of the puzzle room? Uh, learning Morse code. Actually, no, using the uh, black light and following uh, the trail. That was pretty badass. You know what my favorite part was? What? My favorite part was the only part that we needed to ask for a hint was when we got to, we opened up the last chest and inside of it was this little cylinder that had like kind of a crosshair, like a a reticle if you play uh, shooting games. It had a crosshair on the bottom and yeah, we saw that symbol on the wall, but we had no idea how to even, you know, how it came into play, how to even relate. We turned off the lights. We used the black light to try to, like, figure out if that had something to do with it, and it didn't. And we're like, yo, Logan, what's up, man? What do you do here? And he's like, touch it to the symbol. Okay. That's the only time I'm going to call bullshit in this room, because who's going to think to do that, right? He said put the symbols together. Which was, I mean... Still ridiculous. That, yeah. Exactly. With all of the symbols on the wall, when would you ever think to do that? Now, earlier in this, we saw a part of the ceiling that looked a little different, and we're like, gee, I wonder if there's anything that we can get from the ceiling. And I I didn't consider this a hint because um, I've read certain things on escape rooms where they get kind of upset if you uh, touch things that you're not supposed to touch. So we kind of did this as a prelim, like, hey, Logan, would there be anything in the ceiling or is this all um, is this all just for show kind of thing? Right. And he goes, nope, you do not get you do not retrieve anything from the ceiling. Sure enough, as soon as we touch that stupid crosshair to the crosshair on the wall, 
the ceiling opens up and a fucking arm falls out at us and all six of us in that room there was only five of us all and five. we all screamed like little girls all of us <laughs> <laughs> i have no shame at admitting that i screamed like a little girl when that came out because that freaked me the fuck out dude. yeah that was terrifying <laughs> I'm like, in my head, I'm cursing Logan. I'm like, you son of a bitch, you lied to me. All trust is gone. (laughs) What I liked is how we all left. After feeling pretty good from there. Yeah. To go back to the hotel. Yeah, have some more drinks. Where we had about 20 minutes before we had to leave for dinner, so everybody pounded another alcoholic beverage. Or two. Or two. Depends on who you are. So then we left for dinner. Mitch, are uh, are you someone who's into Indian food? Yes. Okay. Where does this, where does cashmere, this Louisville, Kentucky staple of Indian food, fit into your scale of Indian food? Top three. Wow. Wow. I think I've only been to three Indian restaurants. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that certainly makes it easy, huh? (laughs) Yep. What did you end up getting? Uh... Lamb vindaloo, and I and I got it regular, uh, American regular, I should say, because Tyler's friggin' crazy. <laughs> well, I'm just gonna get it, you know, the way you make it back home. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah, we've got some Indian places around where we live, and there's this one in Williamstown, which is about it's about forty minutes from where I live. Uh, it's it's closer to you than it is to me. Yeah, and- it takes me eight minutes. <laughs> and that's uh, that's been like the best Indian food that I've had until Kashmir. This place rocked my fucking socks off. Now, usually when I say, "Hey, make it make it hot, make it like you make at home," they give me this look and go, "Really?" And they bring me this stuff that isn't nearly where I want it to be on the spice level. Now, I said something like that, similar to that at Kashmir. And lo and behold, they brought me some food that did not disappoint. Dude, the spice, the spice, uh, spice level in this food was through the roof. It was delicious. Yeah, well, um, I don't like spicy that much, so yeah, I'm all about the flavor. Yeah. Well, I'm glad the which they I'm nailed. glad the flavor was there for you. Uh, now imagine, if you will, uh, viewers, listeners, uh, whatever the hell the word is. About 14 of, 14 of us crammed into this tiny room um, while this uh, probably 20-year-old couple are having a date. And they started off being very excited that this large group of people with a Mario-looking motherfucker uh, walked in only to um, promptly leave about five minutes later. <laughs> yeah, they peaced out in a quick, fast, and in a hurry. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they realized real quick that we were not what they were anticipating <laughs> which is fine because then we got our own private yeah. room which i've never had in a restaurant it's kind of nice that was like the end of like going back to episode what three talked about it when they at the end when they all have the chinese room, yes right? and like all of the awful things start happening well yeah so maybe i should change that and go to like oceans 11 okay oceans 12 yeah oceans 12 where they all are sitting around at dinner, having a, just having a good time. Yeah. And that's basically what it was like. Yeah, it was incredible. Everyone was having their own little conversations. People were shouting across the room. 
it, it was just an all-around great time. I'm just glad you mentioned how many people there were. Yeah. Because it can definitely lead into the next thing we should talk about. Uh, I was really hoping that we were going there. I'm going to let you take the reins on this one, homie. Good. Well, also we have to mention that we got just mountains of stickers given to us to place around either Louisville or wherever we wanted. Yeah. Which is great, because I still have a bunch to place around the Berkshires. Same. For Tadpog. And so here's just a bunch of different stickers being placed all over the place. People are paying individually, so we're all at the front door. <clears throat> like, you pay, and then we leave. You pay, and then we leave. Um, as we're outside, somebody mentions that they need to make a liquor store run. <laughs> and there happens to be a liquor store, like, right across the road from Kashmir. But it's not like the liquor barn that'll hold 14 people. Yeah. This place was built for the two people who stagger in there at a time. Yo, this was, like... If you walk into your average mall, right, and you've got that center kiosk of some dude that's trying to fix phones, that was like the size of this place. Maybe two of those put together. Good call. So we open the door and just start filing in there one by one (laughs) until about the eighth person gets in there and this guy just throws his hands up and goes, whoa, 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 stop, 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 stop. (laughs) There's too many of you. Dude, the looks on these guys' face. I've never... I guess it's... I'm fortunate enough to have said this, to be able to say this, but we got profiled. (laughs) Yeah, that guy checked my privilege. Yeah. uh, Yes. Right at the door. (laughs) As soon as I got in there, I heard him say... Because I started looking around, and I'm like, I've still got about three quarters of a bottle of gin. I don't need anything else. Um, turns out for the rest of the weekend, that was very true. I didn't need anything else. Yeah, but we also started to expand and yes. got drinks at the bar, the restaurant that was in the hotel. We got drinks at the bar in the conven- convention. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What I did hear him say was, and I, I swear to God this is true, he goes, Oh, man, I just didn't know what to do. It, it didn't look like it was ever going to stop. <laughs> and I thought that was hilarious. And at about that point... I went outside and met you guys and met up with, I think it was you and Dave, and Dave looked at me, and he said, and this leads to the next part, I don't know if going to the go-karts is such a great idea, because I'm fairly certain they're not going to let half of us ride. Yeah, buddy. Uh, Because by that point, I'm pretty sure the liquor had hit all of us. Yeah. Most of the group was pretty intoxicated. Yeah. Thank you, Micah. For being our DD uh, slash father of the weekend. Yep. Slash planner. Slash uh, all-around all trophy holder. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Then we went to the 40-mile-an-hour go-karts. Which was insane. Which uh, I'm surprised everybody got onto them. Okay. They used a lot of smoke and mirrors. The guys we were with really knew what they were doing. Um, so we ended up going back to the hotel room before the go-karts because everyone needed to change. Everyone but us, because I completely forgot to get a Bowser costume. There's always next year. Anyways, everyone got changed, and we had everything from a Shy Guy to two Luigis. We had a Princess Peach. We had a Mario. We had a a Toad. And we stroll into this place, and I, I like to believe when we walked in, there's about 400 people. Now, realistically, there is about 15 but 
the minute we walk in, everything went silent. Everything, it seemed like everything went motionless. And everyone just turned to look at the group that just walked in. And in my head, there was just a, there was a slow clap. And somewhere, somewhere in the back row of these 15 people, someone slowly stood up and started fist pumping in the air in excitement. As, yes, Mario Kart was about to happen. I don't even want to talk right now. <laughs> your in-your-head exaggerations of what happened are going to ruin this podcast. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you had just said what really happened, it'd be way funnier. All right, go ahead. Because everybody just kind of turned around. Yep. And went, <gasps> no fucking way. And stood up and cheered. Yeah, still no. Still did not do that. <laughs> However... There was, like, a 31st birthday there, and all of those people were like, oh, my God, we got to get pictures with you. Oh, stop Snapchatting. You're so dumb. <laughs> it's the worst fucking face in the world. Okay, continue. <laughs> <laughs> so then we signed up, and we had to wait through all these people to do their race. Then we finally got to go out there for our two qualifier heats. Yep. And then they placed us in our positions to... uh race the final race that's gonna be for all the marbles yeah all of the marbles and i came in seventh because you felt it was necessary to pass on a on a caution lap and nobody but me told you you fucked up because nobody but you made this up in their mind bullshit (laughs) i'm the only one that saw what happened because everybody else was focused on the caution yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever, homie. Those go-karts were way more fun than I thought they were going to be. I know, you almost pussied out. Well, I almost didn't attend. <laughs> yeah, that would have been pussying out. Sure. However you want to call it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I almost I almost uh, stayed out of that because, I mean, go-karts, how much fun could it be? Uh, go find one of these tracks. Because uh, when the go kart goes like forty miles an hour and they make you wear a professional, like DOT helmet, yeah, you know it's pretty cool. Uh, I wore one of those things that they made every ra- racer wear after Dale Earnhardt died. Yeah. The neck brace, yeah. hell yeah, yeah. You know, it's about to get real. And here I am. I'm thinking like I'm a solid driver. I had for the night. I had um, like the second highest, uh, second fastest laps, but. I couldn't pass anybody because I wasn't super aggressive. Here I am thinking, I'm like, yeah, I'm super awesome. You know, maybe they only keep, you know, take the lap speed into account. Nope. <laughs> it went by place. And here I am getting bullied out of position. I start sliding because somebody pushed me out of the way. I'm getting flagged. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Dude, y'all were aggressive and you gro- drove like fucking champs. And I'm jealous, and next year, it's fucking on. Nice. Yeah. I'm finding some places to to um, to practice up on, Albany. and I'm bringing the heat. Buffalo. Yeah, I'm bringing the heat. Cleveland. No, I'm not going to Buffalo. I'm just telling you, those are places you can practice, because I've been there. Oh, word. I heard, that, isn't there a, uh, like, a NASCAR thing opening somewhere near us? Uh, like the biggest indoor go-kart track is in Connecticut. Nice. Um, that's much closer than Buffalo. Yeah, it's already opened. 
Nice. We, we need to go. go there. Very cool. A sop. Yeah. So that night was, uh, that day was a lot of fun. We ended up getting back to the place. You went to sleep because by that point, I think we had been up since for like 45 hours. Uh, yeah. Fuck yeah. I went to sleep. Barring that like hour nap at Stephen Michael's. And I went down with everybody else to hang out at the sports bar till about two in the morning. Uh, we ended up crashing. And to be honest, the next day's quite a blur to me. Yeah. I was going to say, uh, let's start out, um, day two. We finally got there for anybody listening. That was day one. Day two, Sean, you woke up, you took a shower, you yeah. bounced out of the hotel to go downtown, and it took you a couple, a little while to get back. Yep. But tell everybody what you had for breakfast on Saturday morning. I had nothing. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I was smart enough to wake up, and I got myself a big-ass Supreme omelet that, that like, no lie, was like three inches across. And like six inches long. God damn. Just in like four inches tall. Like the guy who cooked it hooked me up, messed up my first order of home fries, came back with a second order of home fries, cooked like, the right way. Like did he way. burn them or undercook them? Neither. He forgot to add my extra stuff. Oh, But then just sucks. went and made fresh a full fresh one. Actually, I gotta ask you. Would you rather have undercooked or overcooked um, home fries? Overcooked. Really? Not burnt, but overcooked. Like, when I say undercooked, I don't mean, like, raw potatoes. Well, that's what undercooked sounds like. Well, I'm talking about, like, where it's still just, a, you know, it doesn't just melt on your teeth, but it's not, like, hard raw potato. Okay, so, um, I, those... <laughs> Alrighty then. <laughs> I ate both orders of the home fries and the whole omelet while I had these wow. ginormously filled vodka Bloody Marys. Yeah. Um, and apparently, as the rest of the day went on, I realized that I was the only person to eat a substantial breakfast. And not only a substantial breakfast, but then I also ate lunch and a couple other small snack meals throughout the day to sustain myself i do not recall even eating lunch no no i'm pretty sure you had two pieces of bread until you got those nachos oh yeah i did get nachos but i did also steal a piece of tyler's pizza thank you intimidator that's true yeah that was when they were babysitting me spoiler alert (laughs) i mean it's not really spoiler because um i ate breakfast at like 10 o'clock 10 30 and they were babysitting you by 2.30, so... Okay, I say babysitting. I was joking when I said babysitting. Uh, they were making sure no. I didn't die. They they were making sure I didn't die. Yeah, yeah. Every, uh, everybody was. Yeah. They kept asking, is he okay? And I said, yep. <laughs> I've seen him worse. <laughs> yep, sure is. <laughs> yeah, so I ended up getting back from Louisville because I went down to check out this theater, but it turns out... Um, you know, it's like any other big city where, you know, parking's kind of a pain in the ass. You've got some parking garages. And I didn't bring any cash. So I didn't really, I didn't have the funds to, um, I didn't bring the funds with me to, uh, you know, use a parking garage or whatever. I mean, I didn't really want to if I was only going to be there for like half an hour anyways. I'm not going to spend like, you know, five bucks or whatever. Um, but, you know, I drove through downtown and I've got to tell you, the people in Kentucky are the worst drivers I've ever seen in my entire life. Amen. 
honestly the worst like if you're a listener from kentucky and you're a good driver like amen bless your soul and i don't mean that in a fuck you kind of way no no it's bless your heart uh isn't it like both the same bless your heart way different Oh, okay. Uh, well, bless your heart, bless your whole, bless your soul. Hashtag. <laughs> you say bless your whole. What's <laughs> <laughs> you say before you sleep with a girl from Kentucky? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So I end up getting back. You know, I stopped. I made a couple of stops. Checked out. You know, around our hotel. I checked out. You know, the Louisville thing. And, uh, you know, I ended up getting back and checking, you know, meeting up with you. And you're like, yeah, I just had this bomb omelet and, you know, these Bloody Marys down at the sports bar. I'm like, all right, well, hell, let's go there, right? And so we show up there. Yes. I've been waiting to talk about Darlene since we started. Yes. Yes. And so we go there. And I'm already kind of butthurt because it doesn't appear as though they're making breakfast anymore. And I didn't want any lunch. Yeah, it's sure awesome for me to be stubborn, right? So I sit down at the bar. I'm not sure if you already had a drink at this point. Oh, yeah, I I did. So I I stroll up, and there's this very nice-looking woman um, attending the bar. And, of course, we're in Kentucky, so uh, 90% of the things that I want, they don't have. But what they did have was they did have ginger ale, which the very new girl that worked the night prior... Uh, when we were there at 2 in the morning, said they did not. Uh, so they did have ginger ale, and I got myself a some sort, of, some sort of whiskey and ginger. Now, what really uh, alerted me to something being off was the fact that this was a pint glass, and about uh, 14 ounces of that she filled with whiskey. Well, she was quitting that day, so... That's when we asked, hey, how are you today? And she follows up with, Oh, I'm good. I'm quitting. <laughs> our heads snap. We do one of those kind of things where our, you know, you shake your head and you do a double take, right? And you go, um, is this going to be on good terms? And she goes, oh, we're going to have to see about that. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, so I was like, yep. So we'll be back for lunch. <laughs> To which uh, she walked away, and I immediately reply. Uh, I immediately sent a group message. Uh, bartender at the sports lodge is quitting today. Everyone come. Yeah, buddy. For lunch. <clears throat> so then her shift. Her shift was set to get out at two, and this was about eleven thirty. So I downed my first one, and about halfway through that, she goes, "Y'all looking to get something to take in the road? I can put something in to go cup since y'all staying in the hotel." And that blew my mind because I've never been any place where they just put some sort of alcoholic beverage, especially when it's like, you know, a half of a bottle of liquor in my glass. And they go, oh, yeah, you can leave with that. (laughs) So I'm like, yeah, you can add one to my tab and I'll cash out, please. (laughs) I'll get that once I'm done with this. Heck yes. (laughs) Uh, So that was, dude, that was, That was quite a fun start to that day. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, but so we left with our to-go cups to go back to the expo. Yeah. And before we could get there, our room was, you know, on the way, so we might as well have another drink. Absolutely. So we we made another drink as we were walking to the expo. Yeah. I'm kind of mad I didn't walk in there and save my cup. I threw it away. 
I did the every same time because there was a guy yeah. at the door, but apparently he wasn't doing anything. Yeah, close to a fucking job. So, uh, I think the third time this day, I know for a fact the third time this day, I walked in with a full ass cup of gin. Nice. <laughs> By that point in the day, I did not give a fuck. But this is when we found Slap Happy Rhythm Busters. Yes. Because <clears throat> I walked around and played a couple pinball machines and stuff. Yeah. And then came over where you guys were playing that. It turns out that the things that I like are very similar to the things that Dave likes, which is fighting games. And sure enough, we end up finding this game, which you just mentioned, Slap Happy Rhythm Busters, which is such an amazing game <laughs> it's, like it's a game i've never heard of it's for the original playstation and it fucking blew my mind as it was like a cell shaded kind of like if you're thinking of the art style of jet set radio or jet grind radio however you know the game uh mixed with like street fighter with a couple of like weird mechanics to it but it was kind of technical and, dude, I fucking slayed at that game. Sweet. But that actually that actually uh, came up after there was a group of us that went on over to this guy who had a Street Fighter game. Oh, yeah, with, the DDR Street Fighter. Yeah, he, he constructed this control pad that was basically... It, it looked like a control pad, but it was kind of like DDR, where it was, it was foot slash sensor activated and it was two people you needed one person to use the controls and one person to uh use the actions so you got a d-patter and you got a you got a uh, an action person which is pretty cool yeah i really enjoyed the one game i played but did you think me and you played against the guy who made it so we got our asses kicked oh we got slaughtered uh i ended up i think pairing with micah and we kicked the shit out of a couple of kids and that's what was, i was gonna say i wish i'd Wish I'd been there when Phil and Dave played and beat a bunch of eight-year-olds. I'd have been all for that. <laughs> I think ours were like teenagers, uh, but believe me, that is nothing that's going to stop me from rubbing that in a couple of faces. Hell no. But yeah, so you guys were playing Slap Happy Rhythm Busters when I found you. Yeah, and this and was a couple of uh, Ninja Turtles Jello shots to eat. Already? Yeah. Because then I came over with more. Oh, yeah. We had already had, like, three apiece by that point. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so I handed those out, and everybody's like, yeah, I guess I will. <laughs> yep. So then, which, which color did you get this time? So then we retold Dave that Darlene was quitting, the yeah. bartender, and it was, like, 11 or 140. So we, like, hustled down there and got there at, like, 201 to the bar, and we're looking for her in the... She was nowhere to be found. She was gone. So I really like to think that since we tipped her so well, she just left as soon as, like, five minutes after we did. Oh, yeah. She she got easily, like, 150% for me. <laughs> oh, these guys are really nice. That's, <laughs> that's 30 bucks. All right, I'm out of here. <laughs> the amount that I tipped her wasn't even close to, like, the three quarters of a bottle of booze that she gave me. Exactly. So I am A-okay with that. So then we had to decide on plan B. Plan B, Dave wanted to get sloppy. I, I well, think those were his exact words, words. I'm not sure that was plan B for him, but our plan B to get him there <laughs> <laughs> is what we had to decide. So it was back to the liquor barn. Yep. Where I'm pretty sure before we got there, we had already had a plan in mind. And then we just added to it once we got there. 
Yes. So what did we do? Jaeger bombs. I'm fastly approaching 30 right now, and I have not had Jaeger since I was probably 21. Idiot. For a very good reason. Because it's awesome? Yeah. It's like Superman. (laughs) Superman is awesome! (laughs) Jaeger is awesome! (laughs) See, it works. Just because you say it doesn't mean it's true. Bullshit. <laughs> so we end up getting Jaeger bombs. We end uh, we end up getting Jaeger. We end up getting some sugar free uh, Red Bull because you know, like I said, fastly fastly approaching thirty. Got to take care of that body. I'll let you take over for probably the next ten minutes because I don't remember much after this. Oh yeah, it was after this that it was after Jaeger lunch that you became kind of uh, worthless. <laughs> That's one way to put it. <laughs> Because not only did we have that, we had the buzz balls. Oh, yeah, I remember And we made those. it back to our room in the ghetto. Yeah. And had the buzz balls. And then Phil came in, and he tried the buzz balls. And then we went back to their room on the other side of the court courtyard, where the bottle of Jaeger disappeared in a matter of 25 to 35 minutes. And every- Are you sure it was even that long? No, because I'm, I, I think I'm I, overestimating. I honestly, and I, like, there's not many times that I exaggerate when it comes to booze and, like, how long it takes to drink, because I'm a pretty honest guy when it comes to that. I want to believe that entire fifth of Jaeger was gone in about 15 minutes. Well, the thing was, we all, um, there was a bunch of shots. Yeah. There was a bunch of Jaeger bombs, and then we waited a few minutes, and then there was a bunch more. There was, so, I, I feel like everyone did, like, three or four Jaeger bombs. Nope. Maybe two. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> there were a lot of people there, though. Yeah. Had all of them drank some of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so, I have no idea how strong you made those, either. They were pretty, pretty potent. Okay. So, then, I saw the look in your face, and I was like, yeah, this guy needs a nap. <laughs> Yeah. So I tried to usher you over to the room, and you made about 15 stops before you got there, <laughs> which is pretty impressive. I have seen... Check the photo. That's our banner for this episode. I have seen... <laughs> that was the, stop one. The, <laughs> the logo. Uh, the image that was used in our logo for this episode is me passed out on a, a deck chair outside. Yep. That was, uh, apparently that was, that was my one. first stop. Yes. Yep. Then you made it to the stairs, which was about three feet to the right of those. Yep. Stop two. Then you made it all the way across the courtyard, right before our room to the picnic table. Uh huh. Where you and Dave had a decent conversation for at least five minutes. I don't remember a single part of that. Yeah, and I bet he doesn't either. And I would love to know what that conversation was about. Besides, hey man, are you okay? Because those words were muttered at least once, and then I don't know where it went from there. <laughs> All I know is, and I don't know how this made it into my show notes, but this lines up with the timeline that Dave says, quote, unquote, Dave says 15 scalped potatoes. Yeah. Which means, at some point in my drunken stupor, I asked Dave, how many scalloped potatoes are in a bowl? We also asked Phil, but I don't remember what he said, but he was doing, like, he was visualizing it like a madman. It was awesome. 
He was holding the cereal bowl in his hand and like moving it around and counting how it would work out. And I was like, man, this is gonna be impressive. He's, I think he's gonna get it right. <laughs> Phil, if you're listening, let us know. If if you need to look at a cereal bowl and give us a new number, go right ahead. <laughs> yeah. So then you were trying to go do that. Uh, I mean, we went and got you nachos, or like the plan was to get nachos, like everybody. To get food into people. Yeah, I bought everybody nachos. Yeah, except I came in late. Yeah. Uh, because Dave was distracted by these two guys out in the lobby. Uh-huh. And I was trying to get him to go in. He wouldn't go in because he was talking to these guys, and I didn't want to be rude and interrupt him. And then Tyler and Melissa came up, and then they took him back to <laughs> their room. And I was like, whatever. So I'm, I ate a bunch of nachos. Yep. So I had a bunch of nachos and was like, yep, I'm not waiting for the bill to get paid. And I threw like a couple dollars to somebody and walked away. Well, I would like to know who you threw a couple dollars to because I would love that. (laughs) (laughs) Nope, you lost out. (laughs) Because I know for me personally, when I've had enough to drink, when I have like when I get to the point where I'm kind of drunk, I just like to, you know, pay for stuff and like make people happy and make them just be able to enjoy their time that's just who i am um so yeah i you son of a bitch hey i gave somebody money it's not my fault they doubled up (laughs) (laughs) love it (laughs) anyways you guys had a fun time because you guys ended up leaving from there i think and going to dairy queen right no okay there's so much more in between yeah, I, I met back idea. up with Dave in Tyler's room. That's when we ended up going to Experience Grind's room. So then we hung out with them. Yeah. Then we all decided to go to Dairy Queen. Oh, well, that makes a lot of sense. Where if Dave is listening, yes, Dave, you were drinking a beer by the dumpster. <laughs> Please tell me it was like hobo style. Not really. I mean, we were all just kind of hanging out there. But you could definitely see everybody at the drive-thru looking at us. That's awesome. And then now, we go inside. Now, is Kentucky one of those states where you can just drink outside? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't care. I was. That's awesome. No, but then... Now, I was listening, like you said, I or I said, I listened to Tadbug this week. Yeah. And I think Dave really got this part wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not sure. I, I might be wrong. Okay. But we go into Dairy Queen, and... Him and Phil just go to a table, basically. So I picked up three chili cheese dogs and three cheeseburgers. And <laughs> I was like, all right, these guys will definitely eat this. And I walk <laughs> over, and I go, Dave was somewhere, so he might have thrown up twice. <laughs> this might be the first time he was throwing up, because then he came back. But I was like, hey, Phil, do you want a chili cheese dog? And he's like, yes. I was like, there you go. Do you want a cheeseburger, too? And he's like, yeah. Here you go. <laughs> You're just force-feeding Phil? What? Just force-feeding Phil? Yeah. That's awesome. I think pretty much everybody needed to be force-fed. Yeah. (laughs) At some point throughout the day. Dude, there's a certain level of drunkenness where you're just like, nah, I don't need that. (laughs) I'm good. So then I did the same thing to Dave. Yeah. And he got like four bites in from sitting down, eating the burger, and just stood up super fast. And everybody just kind of looked at him and like, are you okay? And then he goes into the bathroom, comes back out of the bathroom, 
runs out the back door, and before the door closes, all you hear is, <laughs> and I was like, oh, yes. That's amazing. <laughs> so, like, I take, like, a few more bites of my burger, and I go outside. Yeah. And he's just sitting there planted in the rocks, like he was talking about. Like, face down? Not face down. He was sitting Indian style. On his phone, and this is when he was texting Tyler, and I was just like, oh, man. (laughs) Holy shit, man. I think I mentioned on this trip that I've never, I don't think I've ever seen you at a point where you're like like this, where you just don't remember. Um, Because apparently you're, like you said earlier, the only smart person around when it comes to drinking heavily and making sure you're well fed. I do snack. I do snack, Will. And that's, I mean, that's incredible. So... Good stuff. Yeah, it's part, it's part of it. It's part of the endurance concept. That's pretty crazy. But yeah, so, so that's when I left him in his room for a nap. And then came and saw you watching Bit Brigade. Bit Brigade, dude, was... I, I Dude, I got emotional, man. I mean, at the end of it... Basically, if, if you guys have never heard of Bit Brigade, uh, you should totally look them up. They, I, I imagine they're on YouTube, but it's a band, right? And so what they do is they have this kid who, I mean, he's a member of the band. You know, he's playing the most in, important instrument, uh, the Nintendo controller. So what the kid does is, is he can speed run all sorts of these games, and... Um, what they do is while he's speed running these games they live play the music that should be playing for the entire game from the beginning like the opening intro like title screen all the way through the credits and it they did Mega Man 2 and it was one of the most incredible things that I've ever seen in my entire life I've got like a lot of great videos. Um, if anyone wants to like check out what I'm talking about, you know, just hit us up on on Facebook and I'll shoot you a video or two. But it was, dude, it was incredible. And as soon as they finished up, you know, I got to talk to the band a little bit, and I was talking to you know the guitarist that was just killing these riffs. And I I feel real stupid saying this, man, but like even talking to him, like man. We just drove, you know, we just drove like 13 hours to come down here. You know, not to see you guys, but but this is definitely one of the highlights of my trip, like no doubt. And because Mega Man, the Mega Man series is like my favorite series of all time. And it just fucking blew my mind, man. It, it was just so, it was so crazy to see. Yeah. <laughs> but at some point during this, uh, there was, I don't know who it was. Maybe it was Chris. Maybe it was Micah. I don't remember. But somebody looked at the group chat and realized that Phil sent a message that made uh, zero sense, and they had to do, go do a wellness check. Yeah. Yeah, he had a, his fair share of beverages. Yeah. Just like everybody else. Yeah. And I think it. I think the big problem was that it was close enough to the word hospital <laughs> is why everybody got nervous. Uh, so then we all reconvened or reconvened and... 11, in the 16? ghetto. Well, we reconvened somewhere. Yeah. And then we got back on the subject of... Is this strip club? Heck yes. Now, I, I'm going to put this out there because, uh, especially if anyone who's listening um, was on the trip, I you know this and a lot of people know this, and I actually told a couple of people on the trip, 
I'm not a strip club kind of guy. I, you know that. And um, maybe it was the booze and the idea of just, you know, hanging out with you guys for a little bit more. But, uh, yeah, it, it appears as though the Pussycat Lounge was on the agenda. Uh, yeah, it was. Because it's like one of three different strip clubs we could find. Yeah. And it was the most promising. Oh, man. Ooh, Which is I'd... really scary now that we've gone there. Yeah, that it was the most promising? Yeah. So, so at this point, it was just, it, we were in our room. You know, the, our room. And it was you, me, Dave, and Chris. Chris, bless his soul, never been a drinker like his whole life. And, you know, he ended up uh, grabbing, he had some of your vodka. And, I mean, Chris, you're, you're fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. uh, never apologize for having a good time. That's all I got to say. Um, but... Chris ended up crashing out after having a couple of drinks because I think he just wanted to, uh, to sleep that off. And so it was down to the three of us. You, Dave, and myself. And we called the Uber. You called the Uber. Dear God. This was one this of guy. the funniest things that I've ever experienced. Ridiculous. Like, obviously, you know, like being in a major city... Wild stuff's gonna happen or be like be going on all weekend long. Yeah, I just I just don't think he was ready for our stories. Yeah, about the arcade expo and how there was fifteen internet strangers all hanging out together. Exactly. You know what? I feel like ninety percent of the time when we're hanging out, um, we could go up to someone and be like, "Oh, you've had a weird day." All right. Well, let us tell you about our last forty-eight hours. Right. And then this guy. Just took our 48 hours and threw them in the trash. Keep this in your mind. That phrase, I've got to piss. I'm going to piss my pants because I know we've got like another... Pee in a bottle. Nope, not happening. Be a man. No. Turn around though. I don't want to watch this video. I'm not taking you in. Dang. I'm going to talk a lot of shit while you're gone. I don't give a shit. I'm cutting it out. No, you can't. Be right back. Don't cut it. Oh, fuck. I got to pee. All right, so anyway, if we go back to the courtyard... Sean passes out in this deck chair, kicks his shoes off, and they're all like, is he okay? Oh, yeah, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. So he gets up from the lawn chair, moves over to the steps, sits on the steps for a minute, you know, hand on the forehead, blah, blah, blah. Are you sure he's okay? Yeah, he's good. Hey, man, get to the room. You need that nap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gets up, goes to the picnic table. He finally gets into our room. I think this is like while he's still talking to Dave, and it's a little bit later, some lady comes up out of nowhere to smoke cigarettes in our courtyard, and I'm trying to throw Sean's shoes up onto an air conditioning unit, because I said we lived in the ghetto, but it wasn't ghetto-y enough, so I'm trying to throw these shoes up there, and I throw them like a dozen times, and missed every time, I'm a terrible shot. This lady comes up, and she goes, you trying to throw those up there? Yeah, give them to me. She grabs the shoes, first toss, splat, right on top. So then, this guy comes out of there, and he's like, where's my shoes? I point up, they're like, man, we're in the ghetto, you left them out. He doesn't find it funny, but he's still pretty hammered, so he he starts to grab the bricks on the stairs, or from the stairs that are already broken and all over the place. And he goes to throw the bricks up there, and everybody's like, whoa, 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 hold on. 
use that cone because there's a traffic cone in the middle of the courtyard. So they that gets tossed up there, and the shoes come down first try. Apparently, I'm the only motherfucker who is terrible at aiming stuff to an air conditioning unit. Who knew? And it's about this time I got to meet Dirty Donnie. Where I got a sweet-ass pick with a tiger on it. Only two people on that trip got picks. Pick Brothers. This is a moment where I realized that I should probably turn down the, the volume on my headset since I could hear you in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> so then we had Eric the Uber who picked us up. Yes, Eric and the Uber. I think hilarious. he saw where we were going and that already started his laughter situation. <laughs> yes. And then... I think he was excited to pick us up. He might have been. Yeah. And if he wasn't, as soon as we got in the car and started talking, he knew we were drunk and knew where we were going. So he's like, this is a good group. Yes. So then we started talking about how strange our weekend was about meeting all these internet strangers. Yeah. And then he dives into his story from the night before where he picked up a passenger who... I guess technically is also an internet stranger. Yeah, very, very much so. So his story of meeting internet strangers was very different than ours, where ours was like, yeah, no, it's been super cool, having a really good time with everybody. And his was like, well, mine was super awkward. This person just wanted to give me some fire-ass head. (laughs) (laughs) And then we like, that kind of stopped our conversations to be like, what? (laughs) Please tell us more. Go on. (laughs) Well, this person, I picked him up, and they just were going, you know, a couple blocks... But before we got there, they just turned to me and said, Hey, man, you want some fire-ass head? <laughs> and apparently, this was a man dressed as a lady. <clears throat> and Eric, who, has, who has a wife and kids. Yeah, and the driver just, Eric the driver just turned to him and was like, Nah, man, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the best part about that is you just sounded exactly like him. <laughs> <laughs> so then we got to the Pussycat Lounge. Dave, if you're listening, that one was for you. Yeah. Because when I listened to Tadpog, he either just wanted to skip over this real fast or doesn't remember getting back from the Pussycat Lounge and the conversation we had afterwards. He does not remember. <laughs> that was my thought. <laughs> but yeah, we were in there. Uh,. I'm going to leave these teasers to say, go listen to Tadpog, because Dave does a wonderful, wonderful description of these. Yeah. We had a clumsy stripper, there was sticker tips, and... (laughs) Uh, And Bambi. And Bambi. And Ohio. Bambi and Ohio. I honestly, I like what you just did there, and guys, if you want to hear that story, go see Tadpog, follow them... Listen to, uh, what is it, All Intros, Oops, All Intros, which is their latest episode, and hear their recountment of this show, of this weekend. Um, yeah, I'm going to leave that to you guys. <laughs> yeah, we have to, because it's, what, two hours now? Already? Yeah, yeah it's going to be getting there. I'm going to end up cutting this down a little bit. So, that was pretty much our entire weekend. Yeah. Day three was White Castle and saying goodbye to everybody, and you just blowing the doors off the rental car with your dirty, dirty farts <laughs> as we stopped in different places through Kentucky. Like yeah, we went and checked we out see? Churchill's Downs. Yeah. We went and saw the Buffalo Trace Distillery. Which is awesome. And then we, yeah, and then we stopped in Fairfax, Virginia. Yeah. 
That was pretty yeah. much day three. It's all car stuff. Yep. Day four, we ended up uh, from Fairfax. We went to Washington, D.C. I know you got to check out a couple of museums. I got to visit a friend. And I got to see, like, the White House and a couple of monuments and a couple of museums that I hadn't seen, which was a lot of fun. If y'all haven't made it to um, D.C. ever before, uh, you really owe it to yourself. It's... It's the one time in my life that I've ever been to a place that I've ever felt both so incredibly small, but also so part of history at the same exact time, you know? Nice. Um, Then the rest of day four was us driving home safely, Uh, obviously, except for that one cunt face prick bastard who cut us off with inches to go. When we were only 30, like, 36 minutes away from home. Yeah. Uh, I'm not even going to believe that because uh, that's anger words. (laughs) 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 Uh, Like, seriously, man. It's because I was driving and I still hate it. (laughs) Like, I do not even know how you, like, reacted so fastly to that because that was ridiculous. Was that the same guy that was swerving all over the place for, like, the next five miles? Yeah. That I tried to call the police on? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude, that was uh that was awful. That was like four in the afternoon. Yeah. Not not good. Fucking insane. But we ended up making it back and like you like I said earlier, like my uh my week has been trying to catch up on work and settle back into the grind, but somehow I just haven't stopped. Like my life's just been so go 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 between work and going to see the show and all of that stuff. I went to bed at 5.30 p.m. on Damn. Tuesday. Damn, dude. Like, I had plans to go meet somebody and tell them about my trip. Yeah. Nope. Canceled. I, <laughs> I texted her. I was like, yeah, I'm, you're not going to see me tonight. I'm in bed. <laughs> She's like, I'm not even out of work yet. And I was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. With the amount of sleep that we got, the amount that we dra- drank, the amount that we drove, I do not blame you. I mean, this trip was an absolute blast. I have never had this much fun. Now, I've got to ask you, on a scale... <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> on a scale of one to a bowl of Donatello Jello shots, how would you rate this trip? I'd rate this trip 54 Donatello shots. I've realized recently that most of y'all don't know what our rating scale is. Our rating scale goes That's on a board. That's not our fault. We, le- we, le- we started that out at the beginning of the show and explained it multiple times. For you guys, I'm going to start it back up for a couple of episodes. And then I'll stop. And then I'll start again. Our scale goes... Uh, based on a bowl of scalp potatoes, which, if you don't know, you can fit 27 scalp potatoes into a bowl. Now, when we say from a scale of one to a bowl of Donatello jello shots, that means we're going from one to 27 jello shots. So, from there, you can do the math, break out your calculator if you want to get an accurate representation, but, you know, we do what we think. Mitch just blew the fucking hatch off this scale because we've never gone above the allotted 27 have we even hit 27 yes we did dumb and dumber 
but we've never gone above it. And you just more than doubled it, sir. I just doubled it. Yeah, you more than doubled it. You don't know math. You said tw- you said fifty-five. I said fifty-four. Uh, guys who are listening, go ahead and tell Mitch how wrong he is. Um, but until then, I'll let you believe that that's what you said. Okay. Until next week, keep it nerdy, so I can stop this and go back now and listen to it, <laughs> where I listened to said fifty-four. You said fifty-five. I was like, oh, <laughs> double and double plus one. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, dude, I'm, I'd probably ha- I don't even need a scale from you. I doubt you even have a scale. But that's, um, I mean, I, w- I would probably say 54. <laughs> <laughs> Just because I don't want to get into the realm of, you know, three times over. But, yeah, dude, I've got a couple of phone calls. Did you want to get into those No, now? we've been going too long already. There is uh, just a couple of things that I wanted to say real quick. Um, I did get a really awesome shout out from uh, Glitchcat7 tonight. Uh, so, a, a lot of you guys may know this isn't coming out on the Thursday that it should be coming up. Um, you know, between like uh, a personal thing that came up and, you know, just generally not wanting to fucking talk to each other for a couple of days. Uh, <laughs> this is <laughs> this is what had to work. So we're actually recording right now on March 10th, which, as a lot of you who may be listening know, is Mario Day. Mitch, do you know why it's Mario Day? Um, no. All right, abbreviate March. What is it? M-A-R. Uh, and then 10th, 1-0, one one zero. Zero, Mario. So it's uh, Mario Mario's Day. got an I in it. <laughs> Whatever. Now, I do know... <laughs> Because this is the only reason I know that Mario Day exists, besides for some reason uh, it blew up my Facebook today. Uh, Glitch Cat's birthday is on March 10th. His birthday is on Mario Day, which is pretty crazy for a Super Mario runner. Now, I was in his stream earlier today, and uh, he was running some. I donated some, some money to him for his birthday. I did not mention this, but I mentioned it on the last show that he was looking uh, to submit his, he submitted his application for partnership to Twitch and he got accepted while we were on our trip. And I wanted to give a quick congratulations to him on this show and thank him for doing our theme song, The Invention of Nerdy Thursday. Now, I would love it if everyone who's listening, if you guys even remotely like Twitch, Go and check him out. Give him a follow. Once his sub button comes up, if you like what he does, sub to him. If you like the music uh, that he does for us with The Invention of Nerdy Thursday, go to cowabungabreakfast.bandcamp.com and uh, check out some of his other music. If you like what he does, toss him some money and uh, support him in you know whatever way that you guys want to do. Mitch. I know you don't want to take any phone calls, but that shouldn't stop you guys from taking a, uh, taking a moment to give us a quick call. Yeah, you we're going to listen to him next week. Yeah, we'll listen to him next week. We've got a couple in the backlog. Uh, hopefully Already? Gonna, yeah. Uh, hopefully Brian's able to find a phone and let us know how he's doing. But if you were Brian and you're about to call us to let us know how you were doing, you would reach us at 413 418 0076. Again, that's 413-418-0076. Now, the 76 is uh, 
SM, which you can remember as Sean and Mitch, but it's way easier if you just put it into your phone so you can just call us at any time. Mitch, what other social media do we have? Uh, Instagram. Butter Thor Skursday. Ooh, Skursday? What does that mean? I have no idea. Oh, vodka's kicking in. <laughs> but I do know that it is nerdy underscore Thursday, and the reason why we have that is because of those guys that somehow claimed nerdy Thursday, who are still... I saw them like the post that I put up this morning, and I'm like, what the fuck? You guys are... At least follow us. <laughs> right? Make me, make me feel better. I know you guys are listening. Other than Instagram, y'all can find us on Facebook Facebook and Twitter at Nerdy Thursday. Hit us up there. You can see uh, new updates in terms of, like, our new shows coming out, um, whether or not... I just put a picture up right before we started recording. Yeah. I took took a a peek at that while I was using the restroom about 15 minutes ago, and that's got quite a few likes. Wait, so you weren't pooping? You were just looking at it? Yeah, I, I was peeing, and I took about 10 minutes to look at the picture. It's ridiculous. I'm sorry. I'm not, though. Uh, so that just means it feels like we're getting a pretty nice following on there, and we would love you guys to join us. The last thing that I would really like to ask of you guys is if you listen to us on iTunes, if you could take even just a moment out of your day to go ahead and head there and give us a five-star rating and just, you know, maybe your favorite... You know, leave a favorite memory on there or something that you love about us. You know, something that's going to put us in front of other people. That would be hugely beneficial to us and we'd be forever grateful because we're really just in this to um, entertain you guys. So uh, the more people that there are, the better it is for everybody. Mitch, do you know what we're doing next week? Hell no. Yeah, neither do I. I'm sure we'll figure it out in the next couple of days. But until then, keep Keep it it nerdy. Man, that took forever. I just won four rounds of Mystery Duel on Overwatch. (laughs) Peace. In 1952, the world was a darker place. There were only six days in the week, not seven like we know today. And everybody walked around wearing clothes that were painted gray and they were sad almost all the time yeah they were and back in 1952 there were six days in the week you could never know which day was the one for you but i do In 1965, somebody became alive, and they had a great idea to make a brand new day. It was called Nerdy Thursday, and it was a day for all the people across the world who played D&D and Magic the Gathering and had land parties, and it was their very own day for them. The world was big and cruel cold and gray and sad but nerdy thursday came up and made everybody glad because after that they had a whole lot more stuff to do with their minds and they left the gray old square world behind